Hey, I'm Larry Vickers of Vickers Tactical, and this is Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Perfect. That was great. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, we, we have quite an outtake reel of people messing up our names. Yeah. You will not be in that reel. <laughs> Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Brought to you by Public Safety and Education and the Trigger Pressers Union. And now, your hosts. This episode is brought to you by Mantis. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Meet the Pressers is sponsored by Next Level Training, Saber Red, Cutting Edge Bullets, the USCCA, McLean Corporation, ASP, Custom Poker Chip Company, Common Sense Self-Defense, and T1 Ammunition. Meet the Pressers is also generously supported by other fine companies, ranges, and our Patreon members. Thank you. Welcome to Meet the Pressers. My name is Clint Macro, and this is my esteemed colleague, Matthew Mallory. Meet the Pressers is a safe place for trigger pressers to gather, congregate, fellowship, and talk about guns, gear, gadgets, training, and political activism. We have a very special guest today. Matt, why don't you give him the introduction? You bet. Thanks, Clint. So we have Larry Vickers. He is a Army HUA Delta Combat Vet. I like that. Uh, TV personality instructor, which actually that's how we had uh, we had originally met. You had came out to New York and taught a course, yes, behind uh, enemy lines. And uh, he's also a hell of a guy. So how how are you, sir? Doing good, man. Trying to survive through this crap. I'm ready to get back to normal life. I've had to cancel three classes. Hopefully that'll be all, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've had to, yeah. Cancel. I should say postpone, reschedule if yep. you would. Yep. Yeah. Three. I'm three, ready. But three, see, and when you said three, I'm like, well, geez, I've canceled probably 33, but you, your three are like big classes in other states around yeah, the country. Exactly. Yeah. Mine but are like we, four to 10 people <laughs> yeah, in a living room in some weeks. cases. Yeah, every two weeks, um, you know, traveling to different parts of the country to do nope. classes, Michigan, you know, Connecticut, wherever, yeah. Now, most people, most of our listeners and, and viewers know uh, know who you are, but for those that don't, give, give a quick synopsis of the, the breadth of experience, if I missed anything, but then on top of that, courses that you offer and what somebody could get out of a course if they took it with you. Well, retired special operations vet. You know, spent 15 years in Delta Force, retired in 2003, um, spent just shy 21 years in the military total. The last 15 was in Delta. Um, been heavily involved in the firearms industry for many years, have helped develop firearms, accessories, um, been doing training for many, many years. Um, kind of got, I wear many hats in the firearms industry. You know, I got parts and accessories. I do a YouTube channel. I've been on TV in the past. Uh, I do consulting, um, do training. Obviously I have a line of coffee table firearms books called Vickers guide. Um, just a lot of different activities in the firearms industry, very diversified. Um, which means I'm a busy dude. So I, yeah, I even stay busy even during stuff like this, which of course is unprecedented, but 
you know, I got a lot training is just one of many things that I provide travel around doing training classes around the country. Uh, and I offer a variety of things, do pistol more than anything. Obviously we live in a country of concealed carry. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, a handgun is predominant. Also do carbine, do AK related stuff, do 1911 related stuff. I do some uh, CQB or, or uh, home defense style stuff at times. Um, do train law enforcement and military on occasion, uh, train more civilians than anything else. Mm-hmm. That is the bread and butter of my market. Um, I made a conscious decision to go in that direction many years ago to basically focus on the civilian market. And that's by far where the lion's share of my business is. Nice. don't have anything against law enforcement and military, obviously, but by the nature of the beast, um, some, it's funding dependent, you know, mm-hmm. whether, where they get funding also, what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, a guy, let's say in a military unit, is a fan of mine or a fan of training or whatever. He brings me in when well, a couple of years, he's going to rotate out of that position. Yeah. And the guy that replaces him might have somebody else he likes or, you know, so you basically, uh, the clock is ticking anytime you're doing stuff with military units. So, and I still do it on occasion, but it's real hit or miss. Uh, and I, the civilian market's always there. And I'm a big second amendment guy. Um, I'm not one of these guys that, you know, I'm not saying there are other people like this in the industry, but I'm not one of these guys that's like, well, military and LE take priority. It's like, no, everybody takes priority. Right. It's like Mike Rowe came out and said, all jobs are essential. Everybody is yeah. important in this economy, uh, in this country. And then when it comes to Second Amendment and the Constitution, everybody has an equal footing to me. I don't, I mean, like my buddy Ken Hackthorne said, you know, when it comes to law enforcement, you're just one paycheck away from being a regular citizen. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting. If I could just jump in on that, yeah, I'm sorry, ahead. Matt. No, that's fine. You know, the one thing that people fail to recognize is that law enforcement and military, first and foremost, they are citizens. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Hey, folks, this is Jeff Gonzalez with Trading Concepts. I'm super excited to be on the show, Meet the Pressers with Matt and Clint. Make sure you're following us on all the social media. Definitely check it out. Until then, adios. Meet the Pressers. In the, in the grand scheme of things, at your level traveling around the country, what, what would you say would be for a, a smaller company that does, and Clint and I travel, but nowhere near as much as you do as far as teaching. Um, so for uh, an aspiring instructor that's just, teaching out of the corner gun store or something, what advice would you give them to be able to, to move to that next level and maybe expand their horizons? What's, what's the secret sauce? You think? For, certainly they've got to get active on social media. Like what you guys are doing, you've got to get your name out there. So where you're just not in that, you know, you don't want to be a, a big fish in a little pond. You're better in, in this realm. You're better off being a little fish in a big pond. Mm-hmm. You got to get your name out there. You, you got to get it to where people know who you are. It could be YouTube videos, uh, it could be, you know, in social media, you could be going to seminars. You got to get out there and get active. You know, back in the day, one thing was you, you know, be, be a gun writer, write articles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It still may be relative, you know, relevant, but not nearly like it used to be. Right. Get active, you know, get out, get moving, get traveling, get active to do it. I've wrote a few articles. Clint's run, wrote many more than I have, but I wrote a few articles uh, prior to last year for my website because I, thought it was val- valuable when students asked me questions. It was a way to get more exposure. And then just last, uh, last July, I published the George Zimmerman article for my interview with him. And that was my first public article. And since then, I think I've wrote six or eight or something like that. So yeah, that's kind of a new endeavor for me where I'm getting paid for it, which is neat. But it's, uh, but yeah, I, I found that I, I have gotten a lot of traction that way. So that's good advice. 
Yeah, I definitely yeah. saw a bump after I got my first couple ones published. But you're you're absolutely right, Larry, with the social media. When I started making it a conscious effort to try and post something every day, at least once a day, is when I started to see things spread. And and like you, I've had to I've had to cancel two of my training classes that were uh, out of state. I had one in uh, Maryland that I had to cancel, and one in uh, in uh, Virginia. Uh, not to mention some of the local ones. But yeah, this the. Uh, the social media is a huge, huge thing that's reasonably free, maybe not free from aggravation, <laughs> but, yep. but definitely it's a resource that everyone has available to them. You just have to be disciplined and, and continue to, to feed it. It's a monkey. Yep. You got to feed it. Now, yes, the, that next extension from that, uh, would you say that uh, TV and radio would be something that would also oh, kind without of- Oh, doubt. Without a doubt. More yeah. so or less than social media? How, how well, would you rate I, them? I equal to because what I found is there's people who are exposed to one part of that that aren't exposed to the other. One of the bad, one of the problems we all have, and I learned this from my buddy Hackathon years ago, is we fall into this habit that the people we're meeting assume they know who you are and assume that, you know, that Mm. you assume that they know everything about you and everything where in fact, you're meeting people every day and you're interacting with people every day that really don't know much about you, if anything at all. Yeah. So you may be on YouTube, but people on, you know, social media, or Facebook or Instagram may be completely oblivious to it or right. vice versa. So you, you gotta, and I'm bad about that. You know I mean? It's just, I've been in the industry a long time. I run into somebody who knows who I am, but I'm, I'm assuming, well, they know who I am. They know my background. They know, all this other stuff about me and they probably don't, they know maybe a piece of it, but they don't know all of it. So you're going to constantly reintroducing yourself. Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually profound. I've noticed that where some people are huge on Instagram, but, and, or maybe huge on YouTube, but they have no presence on Facebook or a minimum presence on Facebook presence on Facebook. That's one thing that Clinton, I really try to do was, was have the same exact handle across all social media. Yep. So you yep. can go to any of the social media platforms and it's meet the pressers. And we jumped on that quick, just like a domain name. And we talked about this on the show before with other guests, you know, when you're going to start a, a website, or a business even, you want to make sure that domain name is available. You don't want to have to get a, you know, a, a .xxx or something because yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah. thing available because yeah. um, yeah. you want the exact name of the, of the business. So. Clown penis dot fart. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that Saturday Night Live episode? Yeah. I'm going to have to dig that out and put it on the show because I've referenced that before. That's funny. said all the good domain names were gone, so they used clown penis dot fart. <laughs> it's a pretty funny uh, skit. It is funny. So you, I, you actually have uh, kind of saved me some headache with one of your products. You're uh, you're uh, a slide stop lever for the Glock. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. that's helped out. I have a nasty habit of riding my thumb over and and uh, hitting that slide stop lever because the length of my thumbs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yours is a little bit higher and it's bent in just a teeny bit, just enough so that I don't always bang it with the edge of my thumb. So I want to thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. We did that. Um, we copied it from the one on the M and P. That's where we got the idea. And I actually, it was our second product. First one was the Mag Catch, Gen 3, you know, an earlier Mag Catch, slightly extended with rounded edges. And then the slide stop was second. I said, you know, we need to do one like the M1 on the M&P. It, in my opinion, it actually works better than the one on the M&P because the slide's narrower on a Glock mm-hmm. than it is on an M&P. With an M&P, the way the slide's kind of a little bit, you know, fatter, so to mm-hmm. speak it kind of blocks the slide stop just a little bit on a Glock. It doesn't. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is those, 
products have been around for a long time and I've used them. And when I pick up a standard Glock now on occasion, it doesn't have the mag catch or the slide stop. It re you get a, a, a appreciation for the product because you're like, mm -hmm. Oh man, now I remember why we did those products back in the day. Yeah. I try to minimize my, my, uh, modifications to my guns but that was something i did and then i went ahead and i, I really liked the dave spaulding cap sights with mm -hmm. the the plain black rear sight so i put those on uh, but that yeah that helped me out quite a bit yeah it's a subtle change but um it's really key critical change it does make a big difference i'm master ken and you're watching meet the pressers with matt mcclintock and uh clint uh macron Meet the Pressers. Tell us a little bit about your uh, involvement with uh, FTA. I just recently joined. Uh, looks like uh, I'm very pleased so far with the service. And, uh, you know, I, you have an, a name in this industry, and so does Ken Hackathorn and a reputation. I haven't ever, you know, worked or met you guys, but I, I had had the opportunity to spend a, a couple afternoons with Dave Spaulding and I couldn't imagine that he or you guys would attach your name to something that didn't have the highest level of service and integrity. So I went ahead and joined and, and I'm very pleased to have done that and hope that I can bring more people into the fold. What was Good. the genesis <laughs> of that and how did that go about? Well, I, years ago, the guys with CCW Safe reached out to me to get, to get uh, involved with them and their first class organization. I mean, they really, I, I call them the Porsche of the business and they're not, a, they're a membership. They're not an insurance. So they, they're structured different. They, some really sharp guys set that thing up and they set themselves up for success. So I got hooked up with CCWSA. For instance, you know, Matt, you brought up George Zimmerman, mm -hmm. Don West, who's lead counsel for George Zimmerman is on, he's on board with CCWSA and he's lead counsel for CCWSA. Nice. I mean, you're talking about, the Tom Brady of the business. He won the biggest CCW case in history and almost certainly the biggest one we'll ever see Don West. And he's on board as lead counsel with CCW safe. They are the Porsche uh, or Porsche. If you're a purist uh, of the business, <laughs> I mean, they, they are the absolute benchmark first class of the business that provide uh, protection for concealed carry. Uh, members and I so I've been affiliated with those guys for a number number of years I consider them personal friends and then Kyle Sweet who's one of the key guys there came to me and said hey we're thinking about doing something for the firearms training side for the instructor side we see there's really not a good uh, membership plan there's not that just things aren't structured well over there it's not organized it's there's a not continuity and I said yeah there's nothing it's it's kind of a train wreck so he said why don't we kind of take what we're doing at CCW safe and, 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 and take bits and pieces that make sense and come over to, to the firearms instructor side of the house and apply the same thing. I said, yeah, great idea. Cause would you be interested in being involved? I said, absolutely. Yeah, no problem at all. So I reached out to Ken and, and, and Dave Spalding, uh, Jeff Gonzalez, Scotty Reitz up at SIG Academy mm -hmm. and kind of got together a little bit of a board of directors, so to speak, to get the thing going. It's going slow. And I told him right off the bat, as did Ken, you know, instructors are, it's like herding cats, you know, <laughs> yeah. goes, you know and there's people who are going to, well, you know, and, and we, we tried to put out the PR right from the beginning guys. It's not about buying into what I say or whatnot. It's just about getting protection, you know, mm -hmm. so we're all on the, and we're trying to offer 
services that haven't been offered in the past. I mean, one, you have protection, you have, you know, instructors insurance, so to speak. Um, but also you have access to, you know, most people have to go to an attorney and pay an attorney to get a liability waiver. If you join FTA, they've got one you can print off the website and it's a plug and play. So you don't need to go hand an attorney money to come up with this liability waiver. They've got one right there that you can download and use. So it's just trying to provide some goods and services, so to speak, for firearms instructors that have never been offered before. FTA is basically a sister organization of CCW Safe. The same guys are running it, and they're great guys. Former law enforcement, they're really good guys. I consider them personal friends. They're out in Oklahoma City, real super down to earth. I mean, they're just good dudes. And the fact that they went out, I mean, they, they and I don't want to pat my back, but they they came sought me out. But not only, not only that, when they got out, they got Don West as legal counsel, as lead counsel. I knew right then, oh, these guys are. I mean, they got Don. I mean, look, just if people don't know who Don West is, just research it. He was lead counsel for the Zimmerman trial. And every lawyer I've ever talked to that knew about that trial and watched how that went, he said Don West was an absolute master. He, the way he handled that, I mean, he was, he's the GOAT. We, our, my nickname for him is the GOAT. I mean, if, if you get yourself in a self-defense shooting, who could you possibly hope to have on your side that's that's better than Don West? And that's who CCW Safe has, and by affiliation, FTA. So they're it's the Porsche of the business, straight up. Matt Mallory and Clint Macro, co-hosts of Meet the Pressers, will be offering USCCA instructor development courses in Titusville, Florida, at the American Police Hall of Fame Museum. Matt will be teaching the Concealed Carry and Home Defense Fundamentals instructor course on June 27th and 28th. And Clint will be teaching the Defensive Shooting Fundamentals Level 1 instructor course on June 29th through July 1st. Sign up on meetthepressers.com. I, I got to speak to one of your products too. I've got one of your slings. I'm competing in the tactical games coming up in August. I'll be representing your sling. Man, I, that boy, the stars were in alignment when that thing came together. I, I met Ashley J. Duncan, who was working at Daniel Defense at the time, hosted me for a class in Savannah, Georgia. Yep. And I met Ashley Birdset, and he had only been in business for a short period of time. And he, like him, and you know, had one employee, and he was working out of the bonus room in his, you know, above his garage, and for Blue Force gear, and mm -hmm. I saw the quality of the products and the materials and sewing the stitching. I was blown away. And we got to talking, and uh, one thing led to another, and, man, we came across that sling, and that was – that will forever be the gold standard for me on a business affiliation, brand ambassador, um, you know, however you want to call it, you know, a product that you're involved with that, you know, that, that, that sling is phenomenal. I mean, we're now Marine Corps use it. it. We have, you know, countless thousands of, in use in different militaries and law enforcement around the world. So total home run. And Ashley's a great guy. I mean, one of the best people in the entire business. Blue Force Gear, fantastic company. So I totally, the stars were in alignment when that thing came together, I mean, straight up. Yeah, so that's where I, I caught up with you the last year at SHOT Show and that, yeah. that photo of me on Facebook where I was – you know, we we're going to punch each other. Yeah, that was right in front of Blue Force Gear's uh, booth there. Yep. So I go every, every year. Every year I spend time at their booth. Every single day I spend an hour, an hour and a half 
at the booth. Nowhere to track you down. Oh, great people, yeah. BFG, so, Blue Force Gear is great. So while I got your ear here, uh, I think most people would agree that when you talk about pistol craft, using a firearm for, for defensive purpose, a lot of the, quote, advanced classes are uh, extensions or more context or more complexity of the basics. Mm-hmm. What would you say is, you know, if you had to kind of boil down your basic gun usage, gunfighting, kung fu, if for lack of a better term, what would you boil that down to like in a sentence or two? What would, what would be your, your methodology or your, your mantra? It, it all boils down to not falling victim to the El Snacho demon. That's what it all boils down to. Understand something. We have in our DNA, we have this urge to snatch the trigger. Mm. We're born with it. It's a flinch response. Same reason why when you're a little kid, you put your hand on a hot stove and you immediately pull it away. It's the same thing. It's a flinch response. And that demon is always there. It never goes away. As long as we're above ground, not six feet under, we're going to have the El Snacho demon. And understand, under conditions of stress, the El Snacho demon comes out. Case in point, the shooting with the UPS truck down in Florida a few months ago, where all those rounds were fired, um, innocent people were hit, things just went sideways. That was the El Snacho demon running rampant. If you want to see somebody who is trained and done a masterful job of keeping the El Snatcher demon under control was Jack Wilson in the church in Texas. That guy, at the right time, right place, brought the pistol out, one shot, got the job done, and he did not allow the El Snatcher demon to rule the day. He kept it under control because he had trained and he had spent the time in at the range, dry fire and whatnot, per se, Uh, to keep that thing under control. So that's what I would tell everybody. Understand something. You can practice your draw. You can buy different pistols. You can put different sights on the gun, you know, on and on and on. But the El Snatcho demon, this right here, you got to get this under control because this is going to come out at the worst possible time if you don't train to help keep it under control. That's good. All my handgun training all revolves around that. That's the meat and potatoes of everything I teach. It yeah. all comes back to like wheels and spoke on a bicycle tire. It all comes back to trigger control and keeping El Snacho under control. Yeah, I remember that from uh, from the class that I had you out here for. I think we had a couple El Snachos pop up. So Yep. Yeah, no matter how you slice it, whatever your viewpoint is, you're absolutely right. Everything we do with with everything is to support this happening, right? That's it. That's, that's it. I mean, yeah, think the, about it. There's different, you know, there, you have different ways you can present the gun. There's, you, you have a, many variables involved, different sights, holsters, you know, yada, yada, yada. But the one thing, there's only one, make, one way to make the gun go bang. It's right here. That's the only way to make yeah. the gun go bang. So you, you have to get this under control. I mean, you have to. You have to learn how to keep this demon from biting you at the wrong time. What would you say would be like the, the core fundamental drill or exercise that you might recommend people do to really help to reinforce that? I do what I call ball and dummy. Um, <laughs> and the great thing about it is what you need to do is dry fire is great, but see, understand something. Dry fire is 
only have limited value because you know the pistol's empty. Mm -hmm. So when you know the pistol's empty, you know you're not going to have that explosion mm -hmm. when you pull the trigger. So the El Snatcher demon's not going to rear his ugly head. What you need to do is get to where that shooter has question mark in their mind. If the next time I pull the trigger, is it going to be a click? Or the next time I pull the trigger, is it going to be a bang? And that's where Neil Snatcher Demon comes out. And so ball and dummy drills where you're, they either have dummy rounds in the magazine at different places or you set the gun up and hand it to the shooter mm -hmm. and then they get, um, and they're coming up and shooting, they're trying different drills or whatever um, the case may be. And they're trying to keep this, you know, that from under, you know, overcoming them, the, the demon from overcoming. So ball and dummy of various types. And once somebody gets a master on it, slow fire, then introduce a time standard to it. You get a, you get a timer out, compressed time. So where they have to pull the trigger in a shorter amount of time, and, but with that ball and dummy drill as a carryover. What course do you, uh, do you love? I mean, you say you teach a lot of handgun courses, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's your favorite course to teach. You know, boy, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I, it would probably be handgun. Okay. It'd probably be handgun. And I tell you why that is, Matt, is I know that's the course that everybody needs. Mm -hmm. Everybody. I don't care if you, you're civilian, law enforcement, military, everybody. Because you go, well, I'm, I'm in the military. I don't carry a handgun. You know, I carry one. Yeah, but when you go home or you're, you know, you're with your family, you're carrying concealed. So I would say handgun. Because I know that's like going to the doctor and the doctor's prescribing things or, or doing things that he knows are the number one thing that helps his patients. That would be, I guess, in, that, in this case, I would be the doctor in that case. And I'm giving them the number one thing that is going to help them, which would be solid handgun skills. There's no downside to it. The better you become with a handgun, it automatically makes you better with other firearms because sure. handgun is the most difficult weapon to master. Yeah. Definitely by far. So you'd be, you know, if, if you think about it, somebody's a good handgun shooter. I've never seen anybody who was a good handgun shooter that wasn't at least decent with a rifle. Mm -hmm. And really what it boils down to is learning the mechanics of shooting a rifle, learning the nuances of shooting a rifle. They've got the most difficult thing down, which is the alignment and the trigger control piece. Yep. Uh, that handgun is the number one thing I would say. I probably enjoy nice. more than anything. Hello, this is Ed Morellis. Uh, I'm the author of uh, FBI Miami Firefight, uh, my book outlining the incident uh, that happened in Miami, Florida on April 11th, 1986. I'm glad to be part of Meet the Pressers with Matt, Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Meet the Pressers. What classes or what product or content, anything like that? Do you have anything coming up that people should be keeping an eye out for? Uh, I'm always working on something new, um, like working with Tango Down. I do my handgun parts with Tango Down, with the exception of Wilson Combat. You know, we do sites with Wilsons. Uh, also, 1911, like 1911 magazines with Wilson. But I'm always working on new stuff with, with Tango Down. We're working on base plates right now, my base plate for the P320 and the VP9. Nice. We got other stuff we're working on. We've always kind of slow rolling stuff or investigating stuff. And we try to be real thorough. Um, 
we try to, when we're developing stuff for handguns, there's so many handguns out there. You try to make sure the stuff is reverse compatible and, and, and as best you can to try to avoid headaches down the road. So when somebody gets a part and it doesn't fit, um, and that, that makes, that means it's a slow process. So you you try to debug as much as you can on the front end. So you don't have to debug as much, you know, on the back end. And so far, knock on wood, we've been very successful. We've sold a lot of Glock parts with really not that many problems percentage wise. I mean, pretty small. So always working with them on stuff, always. Uh, books, you know, I, I've got, um, we're launching my reprint of my Vickers Guide AR-15 volume one book, a second edition, greatly expanded second edition. We generally do about two books a year now. You know, normally late spring, summer, and then one for the holiday season. And then, so this Bayer 15 volume one, uh, second edition is going to be the one for the, you know, first half of the year, so to speak, even though it's not going to be here till you know, towards the fall, frankly. But, and then the, the holiday book is going to be SIG volume one. We did that. Um, SIG, we visited SIG or the former SIG in Switzerland, now Swiss Arms, now back to Six Hour. They've changed names many times. And uh, and also up to New Hampshire, so we've gotten access to a lot of really cool prototypes and whatnot, um, you know, pre-production pistols and whatnot. And what we were going to do on the Sig book was going to be one volume. We got so much material now that it's going to have to be busted into two volumes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, filming YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got stuff planned. This COVID nineteen thing threw a kind of a train, you know, uh, wrench. Now we had some travel planned to film some stuff at different places, but now that's all kind of up in the air. Um, well, I want to thank you for, uh, for you, you did a praise paragraph for my book, my pepper spray book coming out with the USCCA this year. So I want to thank you for that as well. So it's, uh, You're welcome. It's an honor to know you, honor to train with you, and I look forward to doing more for sure. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Yeah, why don't you tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you, check you out, buy your stuff, or, or what have you. Well, easiest way, VickersTactical.com. That's the easiest way, and that kind of becomes the conduit for you can get on there and find out about training classes. It ties you into my YouTube channel and social media and all that stuff. And then also uh, look at different products I'm affiliated with. I'm affiliated with Tango Down, Blue Force Gear, uh, Wilson Combat, uh, Brand Ambassador with Bravo Company USA. Got a lot of different people that I'm hooked up with. And then Vickers Guide. VickersGuide.com is the website for the books. Well, we thank you for coming on the show and taking your time out of your day to, to speak with us and, and show our viewers uh, what you have going on in your life. We really appreciate it. Well, and, thank you, uh, guys. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Thank, thank you again. You got it. There's a lot of sponsors that make this show possible, like Mantis. Make sure you check them out and give them your business. This episode is brought to you by Mantis. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Meet the Pressers is sponsored by Next Level Training, Sabre Red, Cutting Edge Bullets, the USCCA, McLean Corporation, ASP, Custom Poker Chip Company, Common Sense Self-Defense, and T1 Ammunition. Meet the Pressers is also generously supported by other fine companies, ranges, and our Patreon members. Thank you. Thanks for watching the show. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, click the little bell, come on Patreon, help support us that way, come to one of our classes, or host us, we can come to you and do one of our courses at your location. So until next time, 
Adieu. Thank you for watching Meet the Pressers.